Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Rob. We're always trying to do a better job for the listeners of Rob as a podcast. Something that you've asked for for a while is for a calendar of when all of our live podcasts are going to be. Now you can add the schedule to your Google calendar. Go to robasawebsitecom slash calendar to add the live podcast schedule to your calendar for free. And it was a great week on the podcast. Tons of great stuff around Survivor and Amazing Race. And don't miss our interview with Sandra Talking the Traders here on RHAP, we know reality TV. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Drag Race Recap here on Reality TV Rehab Ups. I'm your host, Liana Boris, and we are here to discuss episode four of RuPaul's Drag Race season 15. It is a double snatch. We are going to be breaking everything down for you from the good, the bad, and the chaotic. One brief note is if our labeling was off, we may have gotten confused with our episodes. Episode one was actually episodes one and two, like our premiere podcast, a couple covered episodes one and two. So this one should be episode four, which is the snatch game. And hopefully our podcast will be labeled appropriately. So for anyone who is confused about that, there you go. Let's jump right on in to everything. First, Beth is sick. So just as a programming note, she'll be out, but hopefully she feels better. But do not worry. A double snatch, double trouble. This is myself and the one, the only, Amon Adwin. Amon, how are you today? Hello, everyone. I'm back and ready to talk about this yeah. double stuffed episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was... It was a lot. It was a lot this week. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be able to break it down with you and yes. all of you guys. <laughs> yes. So we have two snatch games to talk about, a runway, a very like no walkthrough, nothing like that. Um, so not a whole lot of workroom time, a little bit on Lucy, but really it's pretty much primarily the snatch. And I think that we can also talk a little bit about how the editing, how we're feeling about that um, in terms of now having seen the second one hour episode after the show has cut back going from 90 minutes now back down to an hour. 
we do have a few of Beth's thoughts, if I can speak properly. So we're going to go <laughs> ahead and pepper those in there. And I want to just go ahead and start kick things off with one of her thoughts, because I want to get your feeling on this, Amon. Mm-hmm. So Beth said she didn't feel like the payoff was worth having two snatch games. There were only three good performances and everyone else was either blah, annoying or bad. Where do you come down on this? Yeah, I mean, I'm always excited for snatch game because, you know, it's like it's such the hallmark type of uh, challenge for drag race. So a piece of me was very curious to see how they were going to be able to effectively show us what is it, 14 queens giving mm-hmm. us their best impersonation. Um, but, I mean, I, I feel like I probably agree a little bit with Beth here. I don't... It was definitely better than last season. For sure. Yeah. Like, so they, they won there. But I do feel like at times I was like, oh, wait, so, so who was who again? Because we just watched this one and now it's seven more. And then, okay, so I know that, I know that Mistress was good. I know that Lucy was good. Um, and, and then what else happened? Like it was, it was a lot to handle at one time. So mm-hmm. yeah, just a lot. It was a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to remember. I, I actually didn't mind it all that much because I think with the editing, it felt a little bit better this week than it did last week. Um, so I think yeah. with cutting the walkthrough, for example, I think it was a great place that they chose to save a lot of time. They did have some of the queens ask each other, oh, who are you going to play? Who are you going to do? So at least we got an idea of who some people were going to do going into Snatch Game right. um, proper. But we but didn't think- get the proper walkthrough, did we? Well, we didn't get the proper walkthrough. So, I mean, obviously, like the cutting time is going to come with cutting, like it, it's going to come with cutting these episodes, just right. That's like how it works. <laughs> if you yeah. have an hour, you have to go to, you know, now 40 minutes of actual runtime. Okay, sure. Um, but I think that that choice I'm actually okay with because I would have rather have seen the actual snatch game, which I think they did give enough time to. Yeah, that being did. said, it was, as you mentioned, Amon, like hard to remember who people were because the way that the editing was was so unbalanced. Like, even if we just talk about Snatch Game number one, you really had Marsha, Marsha, Marsha as Tim Gunn, who got a lot of airtime, as well as Mistress, who was Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. And then you had people like Robin Fierce, who got very little airtime, or even Malaysia as Saucy Santana, who, and I went back on my rewatch and I counted, had one answer one answer it was the really? opening line oh and then gosh. she had one answer and you know why i think they gave her that one answer because mistress makes a joke off of her answer and i think that's why they included it like it was more of a mistress mm. moment than it was necessarily a malaysia yeah. moment. so it felt like the contestants were put in these different categories of either you did really well you got zero airtime like not even just you did okay it was like we're giving you very little airtime yeah. Or you're totally flopping, especially yeah. with regards to that last lip sync. So that or the last uh, snatch game. So that was kind of interesting to see how they kind of like put people in buckets to very heavily tell you like this exactly. is who is doing well. This is who you shouldn't even remember. They don't matter for the storyline because there's 14 queens and we can't keep everybody <laughs> straight. And then here are the queens that are totally bombing. So you should expect to see them in the bottom. So it kind of felt like they were very heavy handed with like where they were trying to get us mm-hmm. as viewers to like put people in these categories. Yeah, I agree, which is such a contrast from last week's episode because we really couldn't quite tell what was going on during the actual filming of their infomercials until they got to the judging. So to go from that to like this heavy-handed edit is a little weird. Um, I mean, I'm kind of glad that we got to see more queens this season do their Snatch Game because 
I mean, you, you always wonder like, oh, if so-and-so would have stayed, what would they have done? And then you end up wanting to see that person perform. So I'm, I'm glad that the majority of the queens got to show their skills. Um, but at the same time, now it makes me wonder. I'm like, okay, so like, what is going to be like the halfway point this season? Like, what is going to mm. be that, 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 that check mark for these queens? Because Snatch Game is already gone. So it kind of feels mm-hmm. a little hollow now. So that's, that'll be interesting to see mm. where things go um, and what replaces it towards, um, you know, towards the, the end. Yeah, I think that's that's a couple good points. Like the first being what is going to be like sort of the next most iconic challenge, the Rusical, maybe. I think it's the the only other one -hmm. that I could think of because, yeah, Snatch Game really sort of became like the staple from season two onwards of, you know, Mm -hmm. this is what we do every season. It's iconic. Everybody looks forward to it. You know, it's going to come. And I think the second point that you made about how there's a lot of times we don't get to see a queen perform. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, show us what you got. You think you're mm-hmm. going to be good on Snatch Game? Yeah, go for it. We're going to give you, a, you know, 14 queens left the opportunity to do this. Yeah, because so I many actually- of these queens be going home and be like, I would have slayed exactly. Snatch Game. I would have done so good. I'm like, okay, all right, well. <laughs> Let's see it. Here you are. <laughs> I know. I, so I actually kind of like it from that perspective that I'm okay with the way that they dedicated so much time to the actual Snatch Game itself. And then if people just weren't performing or weren't being funny, they were just like, they were just edited out. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like you're not doing enough to be bad, like cringe bad, because we did have people obviously that fell under that category. But if you were just meh, then they're just not going to show you. So you're just not going to be remembered. I'm actually kind of okay with the way that they ended up like putting the whole thing together. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty sweet. I loved uh, Lux's uh, comment about uh, Trinity. not doing amanda lapore that well and then the two of them were kind of going back and forth on twitter this these past couple days that was very entertaining to see i might add (laughs) i yeah that's uh that's like if you're gonna throw a shade like that be prepared for whatever the ram yeah honestly i was like lux is like at the end of it was trying to be like oh like i don't understand like why are y'all trying to make this drama like girl you're the one who said that she didn't you do started it. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. I so I guess like ultimately where I come down is I'm okay with it being at final 14 because of the way that they put everything together. Although I yeah. don't disagree with Beth's comment about there were only three good performances. I would yeah. kind of agree with that. Or three ones that like definitely stood out, like a very yeah. clear top three. Um, so you know, obviously as a turn as a percentage of the people who did snatch game it's a lower percentage of people doing well but you still got to see people like i could see maybe you know a world where i don't know they get sick of marsha 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 not wearing makeup and they're like we're getting rid of her and she doesn't get an opportunity to perform so yeah i I ended up being okay with it being at at the final 14 which yeah it gave like a lot of variety to like yeah. The one thing that I'm shocked about is that sugar and spice were not split up. I was very surprised that production just didn't do what they had to do and just make sure that they were in separate groups. I, yeah, I, I actually thought that was part of I was like, oh, well, they're doing two so they can split up sugar and spice. But mm-hmm. then, you know, the way they ended up splitting it was based on, oh, who's standing on what side of the room? Mm-hmm. Which I was like, well, they probably told them where to stand. Right. I was right? like, y'all can. Yeah. Like. So when they were together, I was like, because I was the whole time when I was watching at the bar, I was like, my friend was like, oh my gosh, you're gonna are gonna be in the same group. I was like, no, they're not, no, they're not gonna do that. They're not gonna do that. They're on this, they're on two separate sides. They're fine, they're fine, they're fine. And then lo and behold, the teams get revealed. And I'm like, oh shit, they yeah. are. Like 
They moved them. I and thought that maybe they would be like doing like a twin thing. Like maybe they were going to be like Mary Kay mm. and Ashley or I don't know, like whatever the other twins are. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, other, yeah, other famous twins. <laughs> I, well, what was also weird was that they put them in the same group and then put them just one space away from each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe like I just keep thinking like the twins either need to be right next to each other or completely separate. You can't put them like yeah. one space apart. I don't know. It just all yeah. seems weird. My, when I was growing up with my twin, my mom and dad made sure that we were in opposite classes at all times. <laughs> all times. So. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, they're like, you must have your own identity. But mm-hmm. for them, though, too, it was like that, that's kind of like the whole point is that they right like have similar vibes so i mean i'm doing, i mean i mean not to bury the lead but i'm kind of like i'm shocked that this happened so early like i really yeah. felt like they were going to last a little bit longer even i thought they were going to like have a couple of days where they were supposed to go home but they ended up being safe because they're twins and then the community starts to hate them like oh my god they wanted mm-hmm. them home already i thought we were going to have to do that dance but no like episode four and one of them is already gone and i uh I mean, I'm not being the minority here, but I'm a little sad about it. Just a little bit. I'm a little touch. I'm a little sad. Maybe it's the twin in me. Maybe I'm like just feeling a little sentimental. Like, what if that were me and my sister? But like, I don't know. I'm just like, oh, I felt so sad for her. It's interesting because I think the consensus actually is, or what I have seen, at least in terms of the online fan response, is kind of what you're feeling, which is that we all expected this to come. I mean, Mm -hmm. From the moment they were cast, we were all saying, okay, they're going to lip sync against each other. They're going to lip sync against each other. But not like this, like not this no. fast, <laughs> not episode three or, you not know, like four, this. right? Like, I feel like the, I feel like the, the producer in me is like, you didn't raise the stakes high enough. Like mm, it's mm-hmm. only episode four. I want to see them make it a little closer where they can both like taste the money. And I mm-hmm. want like, I want a challenge for them to like really, really fail at together. And while I feel like they didn't do the best snatch game, they certainly weren't like that bad. Like, I feel like, I mean, I feel like the reason that Spice got saved was because even though like her Miley Cyrus impression was like a little cuckoo, she gave it her all. Like she like went in the entire time. She was always in character, like gave it full throttle. And with Sugar, it was just more like, "Uh, I'm not, where is I, I'm not getting the idea. It seems like a very messy impersonation. I don't I don't get the clear image of Trisha Paytas, which mm-hmm. I mean, Trisha Paytas doesn't really have a clear image of herself. So I guess, you know, but <laughs> yeah, so. But yeah, I just wanted I wanted I wanted this inevitable twink sink mm-hmm. to. Have a bit more of a more behind it, and it just didn't really feel that way for me. Mm. I Yeah, I. I almost kind of feel like from a production standpoint, if you're planning and scripting, you know, the most optimal season is that, yeah, you give them a couple more episodes, as you mentioned, to sort of build those stakes. But when I look at this episode, I think it was justified putting the two in the bottom, like even mm-hmm. and, and and that's the other thing, too. Right. Is like when you're making a decision and it, this sort of talks, we can talk about this in the context of last week as well, where if you have somebody who's like going for it and they're trying hard, but it's flopping versus someone who's just doing sort of nothing. Yeah. Which one do you judge more harshly or like who do you put in a, sort of a lower category? Because what I would say from this um, is that probably Obviously, Aura, Spice, and Sugar from the second Snatch Game were clearly being shown to just, like, flop. 
Yep. You could make an argument that Selena S. Titties, especially as soon as the pregnancy stuff started, like then you could put an argument for her being in the bottom. But ultimately, yeah. the decision of having, you know, sugar and spice, I think that nobody's really going to argue with that in terms of like unfair, fair judging, because especially Spice's Miley was just it was but like, oh, my God. Now it's like it was so bad that it was entertaining. <laughs> 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 I had to t- I had to like turn to one of my friends that I was watching. I was like, I does Miley do that? Like, I don't no. remember that. And one of my friends was like, oh, yeah, she kind of like used to laugh like that on Hannah Montana. I was like, okay, but I still feel like it's very, I think that what she's doing is not that. I don't know. Okay. And then like, I, I, I like that she had the foresight to sort of like do the Hannah Montana thing and then mm-hmm. do the transition into the, you know, bangers era, 2013 yeah. Miley. I, I, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there was no, there needs to be some sort of like, I don't know. And I know that I'm asking a lot and it's hard. It's snatch game. I don't want to be too, like too critical, but I feel like if you're going to make that change, I feel like there needs to be some sort of like through line for it. I feel like you need to like slowly, you know, give all like the really preppy Disney channel. I'm Hannah Montana teen idol answers and then be done with it. And then all of a sudden you just take the wig off and then you're 2013 Miley twerking on Robin Thicke. Like, I need a little bit more of a transition for it to like really make it effective for me. Yeah, let's look, let's let's talk about it. Let's start with Snatch Game 2. I think that's the one that is uh ruffling the most feathers in terms of the discussion. And mm-hmm. I I agree. I think that the concept of doing a transformation, which we've seen other queens do and do right. at least semi-successfully in the past, I think I think that's actually a good idea. I think, yeah, as you mentioned, you kind of have to wrap it into one of your answers or something, like try to figure out a way to, you know do that transition and make it work. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing for me that I think really flopped. It wasn't necessarily that she was missing, you know, the, like the Miley look or the foam finger even, or like that kind of stuff. For me, it was 100% the like accent and the noises. I don't know how to describe it, but I was watching with a friend of mine and I was like, this is like Yogi bear or like the goofy laugh or like, Uh (laughs) Lucy doing that also was just so funny in the confessionals but the moment where where Spice took the uh, was it it was a sledgehammer and Mm -hmm. she starts eating the sledgehammer and then she's like we're country but we're not like F our cousins country I was like wait what is happening right now like what even is this it was so cringe but also hilarious to watch at the same time but for the wrong reasons it really devolved <laughs> it really devolved yeah. I was like girl where where is it going I think that this is like maybe it's a little bit of TikTok syndrome maybe it's just doing these antics for wow factor and for quick views for quick likes for quick reactions and it does not translate for like a full fully realized performance like mm-hmm. i get like you're licking the sledgehammer because in the uh wrecking video ball. for wrecking yeah. ball she like licks mm-hmm. the sledgehammer at one point mm-hmm. but that's like a snapshot like you need i don't know i just feel like she <laughs> it just it wasn't a fully realized joke it was very half-baked like oh she licks it so let me lick it like no and then so why like was the, she eating it why was she eating it and then like and then she used that as an excuse to like not having a real answer to the prompt. Like it mm-hmm. was uh, like it was funny as you stated, but like not in a good way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when Rue is like, okay, we're going to Miley because we have to, 
<laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I was like, ooh, that's uh, okay. okay. <laughs> so brutal. I, oh, yeah. I mean, and especially like, I've, you know, as someone who listens to Miley Cyrus's music, but is not like a Miley Stan, I would say in any way, like I was cringing and I can't imagine a Miley Stan having to watch this. And that yeah, poor be, Miley, because you know, Miley, Miley loves Drag Race and she will defend mm-hmm. the queens like no other, but like. <laughs> At least it was okay. Here's what I will say that moment where, which props to the editors for staying on Spice doing this when she was hitting her head with a hammer and they kept it on her for so long for a long time. That is like a long time. That is like a, a for the books cringe moment. Like that will be remembered. So at least, you know, credit to Spice for creating one of those moments. God, I don't even I couldn't even figure out how to write down that noise in my notes. I was like, how do I write this down? Okay. Let's let's talk about her sister uh for a moment. Let's talk about Sugar doing Trisha Paytas. So, and this can sort of apply to Aura as Bretman Rock as well, which is Mm-hmm. Part of the issue with doing these types of influencers is Rue's not going to know who they are. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, any type of like reference to that person, Rue's not going to get. So, you can't just reference like things that they've done and expect people like Rue, who is the one person who really matters, to get mm-hmm. it. So, for example, like Sugar like did a reference to Trisha Paytas' song, I Love You, Jesus, which is funny because she's actually converted to Judaism since. So that's like kind of hilarious. Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. Because wow. <laughs> she married like Ethan Klein's wife's brother. It's like a whole thing. Anyway, so um, so like Rue's never going to get that reference and it's not funny inherently by itself. So right. you sort of have to pick the things that make that person funny without having to know who they are or even just make them into a character that's funny. Like there's so many frenemies moments that go around um, like on TikTok with Trisha being like, you know, I don't need gravity like before gravity was invented, <laughs> like that kind of stuff that, that you can just sort of laugh at outside of knowing who she is. And I think right. that that's the pitfall of sugar here. And I think you can apply the same to Aura as Bretman Rock. Yeah, like you can. Rue or the audience not necessarily knowing who you're impersonating is not the issue because we've seen people mm-hmm. like, you know, the Jinx Monsoon is the, the prime example of doing someone that's not really well known, but as long as you can like really translate that to the challenge, then you'll do fine. And you're right, like with these influencers, they're known for bite-size moments. Like they, yes, like Bretman and Trisha have been around for quite some time now, but, and yes, they have big personalities, but Aside from that, like uh, there really isn't like one iconic Trisha Paytas or Bretman Rock hallmark. There's no like, there's nothing for you to like latch onto that's really going to make that much sense. So then you're you're forced to reference videos out of hundreds of videos that the two of them have been in, and it's like if you're not a fan, you're not going to really know. And even if you are a fan, because I'm kind of a fan of Bretman. Even I was still like, okay, I, I get that video, but no, that's not really working. <laughs> so yeah. it's uh it's yeah, it's it's really, really hard. You really have to you have to be like a really, really, really good impersonator, point blank period, to just choose anybody. And if you're not if you're not a great impersonator, you need to just go for someone that is well known and just hope that you can make a couple of things pop off with those jokes. That's mm-hmm. kind of what you're forced to do. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky. In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think that and what, you know, we see... so. I think the the perfect storm is Rue knows who you are, gets the references, and you've got jokes, right? That's sort mm-hmm. of like the trifecta. If Rue doesn't know who you are and isn't going to know the references, you have to at least have jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that that was something that was really rough. Like Sugar and, and Aura, I think, like, just... They weren't cringe in the same way that Spice was, but there was really nothing there for you to laugh at. Yeah. So... Like, where are the jokes? Where are the jokes? jokes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Amethyst was also, let's just clear out that bottom row. <laughs> Amethyst was also in the bottom row as Tan Mom, which the only thing I knew about Tan Mom was that she was the woman who was like accused of bringing her five-year-old daughter to a tanning bed. That oh, was all I knew about that, that lady. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was all I knew. Um, And I thought she did fine. I mean, the, because I didn't know anything about her, and there were jokes there. So that sort of made it, mm-hmm. you know, like work, especially with that whole bottom row being a little you know, bit chaotic. She definitely was the better of the bottoms, for sure. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I think I, I think she did okay. I think there was definitely one or two lines that made RuPaul like actively mm-hmm. cackle. So I knew she was going to be safe. Uh, I would, no. yeah. I think I probably would have put her as the second best out of that that second group, um, mm-hmm. with obviously Lucy being the the top there. Um, yeah, Lucy was on a roll. She really was. Yeah, Lucy. Oh well, am- and Amethyst quoting uh, Latrice Royale, the level of professionalism. Yeah, far too much. Far too much. Far too much. <laughs> Lucy ends up winning this whole challenge and we had discussed this last week. Is she going to do Dolly or does she have someone else she feels confident in? Mm-hmm. Boy, she made exactly the correct call and she is so good. She nailed this as Joan Rivers. She really did. Although I will say I really kind of wish that they had two winners. Like I know that it's <gasps> supposed to be just one competition, but I don't know. Like somebody clearly did the best out of the other group and I feel like having two winners would not have been like a bad decision for me. Mm. Justice for mistress. Justice. Yes. Okay. We'll talk about that group. um, When we get there, I, Mm -hmm. I think why Lucy, why Lucy may have been the front runner for this is because she was in a group of either people who didn't get that much content or were totally bombing apart from Amethyst. And Lucy was able, especially like the fact that she was Joan Rivers also allows her to just be such a bitch 
to everybody in the front row. So cutting. Yeah, exactly. So cutting like her answer about Miley's foam finger and just being like, well, I just wanted to make fun of the dumb bitch in the front. That's so perfect. It gives Mm -hmm. her so much material to work with, which is why she not only had her own jokes, right, about like her having sex with her ex-husband, her parents encouraged her to take candy from strangers, like (laughs) all of that was hilarious. But then also the banter element of being able to play off of the other people in the Snatch Game. Yeah, that's that's always the the icing on top for Snatch Game is when uh, you can see the queens like getting a quick joke that was not obviously planned Mm -hmm. because they're interacting in real time with their sisters. I mean, and that's ultimately what Snatch Game is. It's just, it's all improv. So if you can show that you're improving, then, hey. Um, it was interesting because during the uh, the pit stop, this uh, this episode had Bianca and um, uh, Adora Delano, and they talked about, like, taking notes before their Snatch Game about, like, what they were going to say. Mm-hmm. And of course, like, in the back of my mind, I always assumed, oh, yeah, I'm sure they probably have some stuff that's already planned. Mm-hmm. But it kind of, like, just, like, sort of, like, fully materialized. I was like, oh, these queens probably, I mean, they've been working at these impersonations for a long time. They probably have some canned jokes that they think are probably going to be able to go with anything, any type of scenario, mm-hmm. any prompt. Um, so the fact that, like, even through all of that, even if they are planning a lot of these jokes ahead of the time, when you can show that even through that in real time, you can still improv, it's always a it's always a plus. And Lucy definitely, she she did that. She really mm-hmm. did. I would say her like Manny's on an aspirin joke, for example, that was one that she probably had. And she just had to figure out a way to work it in. Right. Mm-hmm. Because her answer yeah, like, right. made no sense. <laughs> but it was like, OK, that's funny. We're yeah. Good. It's like, let me answer this question in a roundabout way and then land it with this. Job. Right. <laughs> At the same time, she then can also come in and make fun of even Bryce, like the actual mm-hmm. contestants, like rocket scientist, my ass. That was also just so funny. And so if if based on just watching it from a viewer at home, like she was the superstar from this group. And that probably, you know, pushes her up into the the winning position. Yeah, for sure. Let's close out Sasha and Jax from this group before we pop on over to the other group. Um, I, I don't really have much to say about Sasha. She was Jan Crouch, the televangelist. She got, I think maybe one or two answers. She just got a lot, like not a lot of content. Yeah. I'm wondering, like, if the edit is more kind to Sasha than it should have been. I'm like, hmm? were you good, girl? Like, what's going on? I, I had a similar thought, but then thinking about Snatch Game 1, where I think there were just so many purple people, like, you know, like, no edits. Yeah. Then I was like, okay, I think they're just doing this sort of in general. She was probably fine, but, mm-hmm. like, maybe not, like, amazing. I don't know right. if it was overly favorable um, to her. Jax also, I would say, in this group got a very similar edit. Didn't you know, maybe a couple answers, but I will say Jax's way of doing the Mona Lisa smile and just looking directly at the camera. Oh, and the tongue made me laugh so hard. Every time they cut to her, like she was just chilling there, just staring, doing the Mona Lisa smile at the camera. It was so good. <laughs> I love so when funny. people do like stuff like that for snatch game, whether it be like something like the Mona Lisa or like yeah. Sophia, the robot or the Virgin Mary, like, characters that you wouldn't think i i love that shit it's so it's such a good time oh it's so good i don't know how she like her facial expression she just had it down and instead of like <laughs> engaging with the audience the ju- or like you know with the other people there that just straight forward to the camera i don't know why it sent me every time i was like i know you're not doing much but what you're doing for me is working <laughs> oh really boy did. okay let's uh let's jump on over to the first snatch game um that happens and Oh, <laughs> I have this written down. The like crotch holes for the pit crew. 
like when they were sitting, the just cutouts so that you could see the bulge. <laughs> why? Like, this is new. Why this are the gays <laughs> like this? I don't understand. Why are we so raunchy? Can we please just not one time? <laughs> but i also uh, loved it <laughs> <laughs> but also don't stop <laughs> uh that just yeah that was just something it was like never addressed but like very obvious obviously when you're watching of just like oh some bulges okay i'm good it's like a wendy williams show when she does like the little shoe mm-hmm. cam it's like bulge cam <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah very much okay yeah so bruno and calyx were and bruno and calyx were the pit crew or i guess calyx was just an actor in the daytona wins um i'm not sure if he's like a pit crew regular member and then bryce and asif for the second one just if mm-hmm. anybody wants to follow them on instagram <laughs> where do you want to start how about Kick, kick things off with Mistress, Amon, because you were saying that she could deserve a win here as well. Yeah, I think I think her voice could have done a little work. It didn't it didn't. I was hearing a lot more Mistress in the voice than I was um, uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. But I think like just like the mannerisms and the hair and the, the banter back and forth with Rue and just like um, I just I felt like she really I, I was like, that's that's Rosie. That's Rosie. Like I, I really, I, I don't know. I'm like such a fan of Mistress. I'm like really pulling for her this season, and I felt like, I felt like she deserved a little, a little shine. I did. I could see a world where if she is in the second group, and you put Lucy in the first group, that Mistress ends up getting the win because I think mm. Rosie O'Donnell is also that perfect character to like just completely trashed that front row in the yes. second group like she would have i think eaten that up and you totally hit on that point of like the banter that she had with both the queens that were there as well as with rue i think she really nailed it that like front spot that's a that's a good like, spot right next to rue yeah. yeah yeah you're right there i think um you know i think what really did her in which is not necessarily a bad thing in general because we've seen queens have this work for them where they're not necessarily doing the strongest impression with mistress doing, you know, kind of her own voice also makes a little Abby Lee Miller with the whole tax evasion thing in there, but it was still funny, right? It was entertaining. It was funny. You still got that. It was Rosie, even if there were elements mixed in that weren't necessarily 100% Rosie O'Donnell Mm -hmm. and she just ate it up. She just looks so confident and just, was not afraid to jump in anywhere and i think just really did an outstanding yeah. job she was she was prepared she yes. uh, knew what she was going to do she had a clear-cut path and she took it it was a good job marsha 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 is the other queen who uh you know ends up in the top three it's marsha 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 mistress and lucy and <laughs> marsha 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 it was the first when she popped out as tim gunn i was like oh she picked a character that doesn't have a lot of makeup I mean, it's stage makeup, right? Of like an old, you know, older band makeup. But it was like, oh, okay. She's really taken this um, makeup critique to heart. <laughs> that made me laugh. But then once I kind of got past that, I think she also did a fantastic job. Her interactions with the other girls were good. It did feel, you know, maybe slightly more like, oh, I have my canned like Tim Gunn lines. But she... Mm, she made it work. Designers make it work. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha made it work. And I'm very happy that she ended up in a top placement spot. Amon is muted. He's trying to talk, which uh, <laughs> doesn't make for the best podcasting, but okay. Yeah, you're good. 
<laughs> I was saying, yeah, like I um I agree. I think um I think that she did a really good job. Um, I wasn't very familiar with Tim Gunn, but like she had one of those performances that made me want to go back and be like, okay, like let me see what what he's all about. And I was like, oh, okay, I, yeah. I'm seeing it. I get it. I get it. I see it. Um, this whole like makeup thing with her, I'm like, what is going on? Because Marsha, Marsha, Marsha was like sort of like one of those queens for me that like you see them in the interviews and in the promo material. I'm like, oh my god, that's the one to watch. And I still kind of feel like that, but like the fact that she virtually doesn't, she just. She, it, it's very plain. It's very plain all the time. And maybe that's like her, maybe that's like the thing because it's just mm-hmm. a Brady Brunch, Brady Brunch, Brady Bunch thing. <laughs> maybe that's just sort of like, you know, just plain Jane type of feel. But like, come on, girl, you're on drag race. Like, you know, you can't get away with that for much longer. And if that's going to be your edit this entire season where you get sent home at the final five because Michelle's like the makeup, like, come on, get it together, sis. Like, let's, come on, let's not do this all season. The thing is, is like she paints beautifully, right? but, and this was talked about not in the untucked from this week, um, but I think from last week where it was like, yeah, just do that, but do more, which I know (laughs) sounds like that, but like with her contouring, for example, go deeper, like pack that on more because especially when you're on the lights on the runway and you're on TV, your makeup has to be darker Mm -hmm. than you would ever do in person. Yeah, exactly. And you need to be able to see it through all of the lights and through the TV camera and everything like that. So you really need to like pack on more. I'm nervous for her because she also gets this critique on the runway about uh, your looks not really drag enough, but she already Mm -hmm. has all the looks broad. So even if she does try to up her makeup game, she's still stuck with the same amount of looks. And I just like... Oh, she, I, I saw yeah. somebody compare her a little bit to like Jan, the queen who's just like never going to be appreciated. <laughs> See, like, I was oh. wondering. Oh, well, I guess I guess this 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 episode sort of answered that question for me because I was wondering if Lucy was going to take that spot. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. is Lucy going to be the one? Because she had this whole edit, you know, after the other episode where she was in the bottom and she came back. I was like, I'm going to prove the judges wrong, and I really feel like I didn't do that bad. I'm kind of shocked that I was in the bottom. Yeah, yeah. So I was wondering if she was going to be the Jan of the season, but then mm. she went ahead and won. And so I'm like, oh, okay. So maybe not, but I still, I still wonder if there's room for that storyline to continue where she's just one of those Queens that is never satisfied with being safe, always has to be in the top or winning. Cause mm-hmm. if that's the case, that's a, that's a tough road to follow on drag race. Cause drag, Drew is going to do what Rue's going to do. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, for Lucy, these these couple episodes are going to sort of help to give her, you know, credit enough mm-hmm. that will the confidence, yeah, yeah, and the confidence and just the the memorability enough to sort of push her past that. Mm-hmm. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is, I think, that queen who's really in that spot, and I'm nervous yeah. for her because, you know, as I mentioned, like I think her performance was good. She's been in the top. I'd have to go back and look at her track record, but I think she did well last week as well or the week mm-hmm. before. And um, like, for example, the one line that I really liked, which she played with Rue. So Rue was like interacting with her was when she said the devil, the devil's in the raw edge when she was talking about Selena's sleeves. Oh, yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't you mean the devil's in the details? <laughs> I'm like, no, like, devil's in the raw no. edge. The devil's <laughs> sleeves. <laughs> so Rue's like engaging with her. I just I don't, ooh, I don't know. I have this like sinking feeling in my stomach that she's just not going to like get credit per se and it's gonna sort of always be looked down on just because the whole makeup thing especially we'll like what you're saying like with with her looks like i mean there's not much that they can do now they already packed it is what yeah. it is like and i want like do they 
do they sh- they show them the looks, right? They show production what they're going to wear for each one because everything has to get cleared, right? Well, I know. Yeah. So, I mean, we've had situations before where like certain looks hadn't been cleared, like Manila's um, her period look pad look, I right. think, didn't end up getting cleared. So, yeah, I would I would imagine that they have to go through some sort of like standards. So it's like it's like extra shady on that end because it's like, real. you already know what they're going to do. So, <laughs> well, maybe they're just they're like, just don't do anything offensive, but or what they deem offensive. Right. Uh, but we're not going to critique like the quality of the <laughs> That's like, girl, problem. if you want to, I like, guess. they send that one final email like, congratulations, you are going to be on this season of Drag Race. If there are any last minute things that you want to switch, <laughs> now yeah, would be the time to do so. <laughs> any looks, particularly for the beautiful nightmares category, yeah. <laughs> feel free, which we will get to the runway. Let's close out group one for the Snatch game. So we talked about Marsha, Marsha, Marsha and Mistress. The other queen I think that stood out, maybe not for the best reasons, was Selena. So Selena has titties doing yeah. the Virgin Mary, which was funny because we got the foreshadowing of her in the confessionals with the lights going out, being like, oh, that I don't know funny. if God approves of this. That was hilarious. Yeah, so another another risky one. I mean, not only because it's a religious figure, but just, you know, they're... There isn't you kind of it's kind of like a blank canvas. You can kind of do whatever you want with it. Um, I liked what she was trying to do. I like the fact that like the Virgin Mary is actually a whore and she doesn't know who she had sex with. She doesn't know where this baby. She didn't even know she was pregnant. Like I, I enjoy all of that. I think that it just wasn't focused enough. I think it was just a little all over the place um, and a little fine tuning would have done her well. Um, but I do think that her personality really lends a lot of credit to the performance because she's just so loud and really demanding attention. Like the whole, like, oh my God, I'm going into labor part where she was actively taking attention away from the other queens, not even allowing Rue to like move on. Maybe a bit too much, but at the same time, it was very much like, wait, no, I need to have this moment. I've thought about this. I've done this. Like this is, I'm going to have the baby now. Okay. All right. Can you guys touch my stomach? Okay, let's let's do it. Like it was very- very manic, but still entertaining at some level. That's a good way to describe it as manic <laughs> because yeah. I, I I agree with you. I think that the concept and the idea of what she was trying to do, I think is actually pretty funny. Like the idea of the Virgin Mary, not so virginal, you know, sort of being <laughs> this like secret hoe. I love that idea. Um, but because of Selena's personality, the sort of like yelling element, like there's not the subtlety to like, oh, is she or is she not? It's just mm-hmm. like, yes, she is. <laughs> and she's having a baby. And now we're going through a pregnancy <laughs> thing, which was very. Who was it next to her? Was it Jade that was next to her? Um, uh, okay. It was Ro- Robin was Robin, next to not her? Jade. Robin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Look at me comparing the. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just love the fact that like Robin was just like so aghast, like legitimately, like I don't even think she, I would think she broke character. Like, what am I supposed to do now, girl? Like, do you want me to t- like what's going on? <laughs> what do I do with you? Like, what are you doing? I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> Which was definitely the feeling. Like, I don't know what's going on right now. I think Selena started really strong. I yeah. think after the sort of giving birth thing, it really started to become OTT and kind of fell apart a little bit. Yeah. So I think lucky for her, there were the three queens in the second group that were a little bit more cringe than she was. But again, I liked her idea. I think that's something that you like save for the end. Like I feel like I feel like at that point in time she wanted to kind of like have her moment and like really see this is 
your moment. Have it. Like she was having one of those moments. But I feel like if like, I feel like it would have been funnier if um, when RuPaul is like, oh, well, that's the end of our time. And she's like, wait. I think mm-hmm. that would have lent to, mm. that would have been a little funnier to me. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that idea. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because then once you kind of do that peak moment of what I'm giving birth. Yeah, yeah. Where do you go from there? Which mm-hmm. I think is also, you know, part of the reason why it probably wasn't as strong as it could have been. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's just jump over to Robin, who is sitting next to Selena, which um, also very little to no content. She had an answer about ham hocks, her vagina, keeping it tight. And otherwise, she was so boring and not Mm -hmm. even really in it at all. So, again, not that negative content, just no content. Yeah, not really familiar with the housewife. It was was a housewife, right? Yes, it was Karen Huger. I also am not familiar with the housewife franchise. I I know of Karen. She's the one that wore that braided wig. But um, (laughs) other than that, yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, and she didn't. She didn't really look too much like her. That was also the thing that like kind of took me out of it. I was like, ah, you're. I mean, I can see what you were trying to do with that paint, but like, mm -mm. so. Mm Yeah, just a really the housewives that's another one that can be really really tricky you need you either really need to go for someone that is like really really big and karen to me is not she's not that big like you either need to go for nini mm-hmm. or you need to go for uh candy mm-hmm. or you need to go for uh porsche like one of those not mm-hmm. the other ones nah. it's a risky choice or again even if you're gonna do that person and you don't, it doesn't even necessarily have to be an impression. You just have to like go for it and you have mm-hmm. to have the jokes, right? Yeah. Where are the jokes? So Where I think that are was they? missing from her. Um, so the other three in the group, Anitra, who was Georgina Ramsey, Gordon Ramsey's sister, mm-hmm. seemed to amuse Rue. <laughs> and so I think that she it was like again that's another situation where it's just a made-up character so you can kind of do whatever you want i mm-hmm. think she had a few funny lines when they were talking about candy muses edible underwear the unsightful place for food that line made me laugh but otherwise yeah, i just funny. don't have a, a lot of comments for anitra yeah I mean, her accent thing i guess was pretty funny because it was terrible which is great yeah she was a uh, she was all right she was serviceable yeah, she was all right. Mm-hmm. Lux was Amanda Lapore, which we sort of talked about a little bit at the beginning of mm-hmm. the podcast with the whole Trinity mm-hmm. uh, situation. So um, who did it better, Lux or Trinity? Well, we don't really get a lot of content for Lux, so it's really Fresh. tough to know. We got her answer with the... Um, you know, I'm answering with my other pair of lips. We got the, I don't know much about the work of Candy Muse, but my hair looks fabulous or something like that. And that's why Trinity said, I have like nine wins to my name and you're still waiting on one. So um, also for the video version of the podcast, Mon's video is frozen. So I'm just going to go. Oh, is it? Oh my, yes. oh, my God. I'm just having so many technical difficulties. I- <laughs> Not the testicle difficulties. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you look great. And the last person that we have to talk about is Malaysia Babadol Fox, who did Saucy Santana, who, again, got her opening line and then one answer, which was the Michelle Visage question of like, what does she do on the left side of the street? And she said, 
walk them like a dog. But I, again, I think that got included because mistress got a response to that, which said, I can't keep up with the trends. I thought we were walking the duck. <laughs> yeah. So again, Malaysia got nothing in this episode. Yeah. Like nothing, nothing, nothing. So, and we'll talk about it later, but her runway as well was kind of just like, eh. Oh yeah. So Yeah. I'm a little These, nervous. For that's her. the one thing that's I think is the real drawback for having this many queens in Snatch Game. It's like they really, like you said before, they really had to show us who was good, who was mm-hmm. bad, and if you were in between, then you're not really going to get much. So, mm-hmm. and which kind of defeats the purpose of the Snatch Game because you want to see all of them really, you know, have a moment. So, I I get that. I think I also feel. Like I, I could see it going one of both ways. I think the benefit of this is that if you don't do anything that's entertaining, either in a cringe way or a good way, I don't want to see it. Like, don't waste my time with just mm-hmm. being not, doing nothing. Mm-hmm. But we actually don't know that. So we're making the assumption that Malaysia did nothing as Saucy Santana, but we don't like we because we just didn't we saw we don't nothing, know 100% right? For yeah. Sure, yeah. So we don't know what her other answers were. And I'm sure were, Malaysia's like, probably right. like, oh my god, I can't believe they cut that one part out where I did like I was funny mm-hmm. there. Like, why didn't they show that? Like, I'm sure there's probably those moments too. Right. So. Exactly. I think she had the look down, but again, we just didn't get the. She really did. Anything. She was giving Saucy Santana all the way. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes yeah she yeah it she nailed it uh, in terms of it's the just look. so crazy that drag race really is like i mean when it first started like the celebrities for snatch game were like you know big a-list mm. stars and now by season 15 it's it's still a-list stars here and there but it's more like influencers now and up-and-coming you know music artists like people like i feel like people get introduced to people through snatch game a lot more frequently now than they maybe would have in the past it's very interesting yeah, there's so much more media now. There's so many more people that you can pull from, especially mm-hmm. when and we also now we've seen it so many times. We've seen so many barriers open, like especially with um, doing men on the show. Right. We've now seen yeah. that sort of open up and we've seen fake. OK, I'm going to get in trouble for this, but like fake people like the Virgin Mary, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, or like, you know, not not like actual like celebrity humans <laughs> like the Mona Lisa uh, and, and people like that. So I think it's really opening up you know, who people are choosing, mm-hmm. as you mentioned. Yeah, for sure. Oh, boy. Okay. We got to talk about the runway. So the theme was Beautiful Nightmare, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people took to mean spider. So we got mm-hmm. a lot of spiders. And I'm just going to go ahead and include some of Beth's thoughts here, especially as a big oh, yeah. Dragula mm-hmm. fan. She says that Dragula fans like me were not impressed with the runway yeah. except for Sasha and Lux. She also said she did not like any of the Black Widow runways. Amon, walk us through your thoughts on this category. Yeah, I mean, it, beautiful nightmare. It's a, I, I think it's a pretty uh, broad category that you can choose from. All types of like horror themes that you can think of, but make it beautiful, make it sexy, drag it out, make it drag. Um, I was underwhelmed by quite a few of the of the looks. I just felt like some of them focused a little bit too much on the beauty. Like Malaysia mm-hmm. was one of them. I felt like that was it's like, oh, I'm going to be an extremely beautiful zombie or whatever the hell she was. Widow, I don't know what she was, but yeah, I just felt like some of these, some of the outfits were just like not enough in either direction. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, let me pull up Malaysia's. So this was her look. Um, do, do, do. Do she did? Uh, I don't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I mean I guess it's like kind of spooky makeup in the sense that I think she's got like white contacts in and it's you know very dark. Um, but this the the actual look itself. Um. I, I don't get beautiful nightmare at all with the actual gown. I mean, it's this gorgeous. Looks, I love the looks, feathers, but it, it's giving something like a dress that she just wanted to wear. Yes. And she was like, I'm just going to put on some spooky ghostly makeup and call it a day. And then the wig as well is sort of like Maleficent a little bit. Um, yes. But that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think that a lot of the queens sort of suffered from that. Um, Beth does mention that Lux is one of the queens that she thought did a good job. And I would agree with that. She has the sort of like corpse who sunk to the bottom of the lake because she has a cinder block, you know, tied to her leg. Like Mm -hmm. this still looks it still looks good. But I, you know, she's going completely for the horror here of being drowned. And I think that that looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah, for I hope she can scratch that stage up with that cinder block. They're going to send her a bill. <laughs> I think they said it was foam when she was dragging it away. So, oh, okay. you know, it's acting with the weight. I love how, uh, if, if it was foam, they should did a good job because it really felt like it was uh, heavy. It looked like it was. Um, on the pit stop with Bianca and uh, Adora, like, uh, Bianca was like, where the fuck did she get that? Like, where did you pack that? And I was like, you know, that's a good ass question. Like, how the hell did she pack it in there? But um, oh, I think about that a lot, especially for like the props for the talent show. Yeah, I was the whole thing was spice. I was like, where'd she get a casket? Yeah. <laughs> did she like bring that on the plane <laughs> or did they have to provide it for her? It's like that one mini challenge back in season seven where they had to like do something like type of like dance off. And uh, Nina, uh, Nina, uh, Jasmine Masters like takes out like a loaf of bread and Rue's like, where did you get that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, did um did Aja have to like bring her cube from somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The um the other look, and I'm trying to get a picture or a better close-up of the makeup. The other look that Beth brings up is Sasha Colby's look. Um, so she has the sort of like witchy, yeah, here you can sort of see it here. Um, in terms of like the makeup with the dark teeth. With the look, it's mm-hmm. sort of spider web ish, but yeah. maybe more like vines um, kind of coming down her body. But I love the way that she integrated the makeup into this. Um, so that was the other look that that Beth mentioned feels like she felt like it really fulfilled the actual beautiful nightmares category. Yeah, it, it definitely she looks gorgeous and the entire bar erupted in applause when she came out um, that night. 
one small haterish thing to say. Don't don't come for me, guys. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of similar to her entrance looks. So I was like, oh, okay. Kind of saw it already. I'm being a little critical. I know, but like, I just can't help it. I'm like automatically critical when there's like a, a, a fan favorite darling. I'm like, okay, can we, let's, let's talk real talk for a second. So she all, but obviously, I mean, it fits the criteria. She looks mm-hmm. fucking stunning. She, it's, it's a great fucking look. It's just that we kind of saw it already, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think if it's one of those things that maybe if it had showed up later, you wouldn't have remembered so much, but I totally get what you're saying of like, oh, this is very similar. Um, mm-hmm. but still, I mean, I think, uh, I think for the category, especially, yeah, especially exactly. when so many people didn't do like the most, exactly. yeah. <laughs> she's like, not getting the, the brunt of my ire at all. Like I'm not going to die on yeah. that hill for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, a few other things I do want to, ma- oh my God, I don't, I'm not, uh, okay. So this is, so Jax was the next one I had pulled up just because I really love her, um, the prosthetic that she went for. Um, not like the hugest fan of the look itself, but happy that she went for sort of like the snake nose prosthetic mm-hmm. kind of thing. I think that that looked very cool, at least from afar. I didn't get to see the details, but yeah, like, like at afar, first, at, at first I was like, I didn't, I didn't quite understand what was going on with her face. And then when she explained it and she got a little closer, I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I see it. So I can totally, I think that maybe if anything, it just, she needed to touch up the makeup around mm-hmm. the nose a bit more just to accentuate it just a tad. Um, but that, that, that's probably the best part of the look and the, the, yeah. the, the garment clothing, whatever you want to call it. was kinda, I don't know. It yeah, just wasn't giving, it was give. it was more of like a fashion piece to me more so than like beautiful. I mean, like, they're all fashion pieces, but it, it felt more like artistic than it should have been like nightmarish. Yeah. yeah. Right. Beautiful nightmare. Um, and then I think in terms of so, you know, Sugar and Spice, again, had sort of like the doll look. But I think that, you know, with their bad snatch game performances, they really were going to have to knock it out of the park. And I just don't think that they necessarily did that here. It felt, yeah. again, sort of like these were looks that you had that then you sort of put on contacts and a little bit of spooky, spooky doll makeup to sort of try to make it fit the yeah. criteria. Yeah, I just no, I feel like it. It's one of those looks too, like where it would have been more effective if they were going to come out together. But obviously, that's not going to happen because then they could have had like a, a shining moment. That's the, it's a mm-hmm. shining, right? Yeah, yeah, with the twins. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, a lot of people like were very, very perturbed about the fact that they always wear the same thing. And I was like going to bat for them being an apology. Just like, well, no, one of them was Belle and the other was Ariel. Excuse me. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a different. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man yeah Yeah. i which actually now is spice going like if sugar left stuff you just doubled your wardrobe pretty cool (laughs) you have so much to choose from now what's mine is yours baby and you won't have that like issue of oh we're doing the same look now you're totally mm-hmm. it's <laughs> like, all mine it's all mine it would be so funny like if sugar left or uh sugar left all that stuff and then Spice ended up using some of it and then Sugar was like sending all the pictures of like well this would have been my look if Spice hadn't stolen it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll we'll see how Spice fares on her own now with Sugar I being know. gone. I'm sad. No. I'm sad. Like I just I didn't I, we knew it was gonna happen but I don't know. Like I just I'm just like imagining what the both of them are going through at the moment. Like they're gonna be fine. It's just a TV show but like you know you like they're they're really really close and like yeah 
always doing things, everything together. Like, I mean, I remember that part of my life, like being with my twin, Imani and I did everything together. Everything we did was together. And I don't know, like to like be away from home and mm-hmm. to be alone with all the rest of these catty bitches. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I feel for Spice a little bit. So Aww, <laughs> the, the twin empathy, the it's, twin it, yeah, empathy. It's really coming out. It's jumping out, girls. It's jumping. <laughs> That's so cute. Well, I mean, we can talk about their their final moments on stage together with the, the lip yeah. sync. I just did want to briefly pull up uh, Aura's vertebra, like exposed vertebrae. This look. saved her. This yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I think apart from the fact that they probably would have been excited to put the twins next to each other um, from a production standpoint, mm-hmm. I do oh, yeah, think that it, this yeah. helped pull her out of that because as we mentioned with some of the other queens, it was like, oh, this is a gown you had that then you sort of like spooked up or like mm-hmm. added a cage to or something like that. This clearly, obviously, this is an exposed vertebrae. Made <laughs> she's, that not way. Gonna, yeah. she's, she's not going to be like, yeah, this is just a gown I had for like normal pageant stuff. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then uh, you know, I don't know, maybe she just stuck it on there, but still, I, I think this really helped her uh, keep her out of the bottom. Too. For sure. And I feel like it's so timely too. Cause like, I feel like um, what I'm noticing in like fashion trends right now is that like open back dresses are like mm-hmm. becoming a thing again. So like, mm-hmm. Very timely. And uh, the acting as well, like really pulled it off. Like I legitimately felt like she was like in pain. Like, so good job. Good job, Aura. Yes. And really important for her that she had that look because she does end up in the bottom three. We kind of already talked about this and we discussed everybody, but Sugar and Spice and Aura were in the bottom with Marsha, 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 Mistress and Lucy in the top with Lucy being the ultimate winner here. So that brings us to the lip sync. So first of all, what did you think about the song choice? So it was Pat Benatar's You Better Run. Uh, I mean, I'm not like mad about it, but I don't know. I kind of wanted something a little more current for the twins because they represent like such a, you know, the the newer queens of drag coming from TikTok, social media queens, yada, yada, yada. Um, So I felt like the song really wasn't the best choice for them. I feel like a Miley Cyrus song probably would have been a, a lot better just to like sort of like keep the the theme going for that night. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they wanted to do. They were like nervous. They like, we're like not Miley's do Miley. been, been through enough. Yeah, <laughs> let's not do it again. Yeah. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. I. So I mean, I think that it was fine. I do agree with you. It didn't really fit them, which made it a little bit awkward at the beginning. But then when they break into their sort of choreographed dance routine, which I'm like, how, how? (laughs) Yeah. Me, Liana and I have not watched Untucked yet, so we can't really talk about it, but I'm very interested to watch to see if there's any, like, or do we get to see them planning it during the Untucked? Like, or is this something that they just already had pre-planned because they were like, okay, we're on Drag Race, so you know they're going to put us in the bottom eventually, so what are we going to do? Like, Mm -hmm. so yeah, it was, it, it, it felt, it did give very much like, oh, we're going to like try to make this choreography work for this song. And sugar. Yeah. It's um, yeah, it didn't. I mean, and then sugar kept falling like with the whole shoe issue thing, which was so awkward because it was like, Oh, they're doing the choreograph thing. but It's not really working. Cause she's like falling down. Like when they go to the back of the runway and then like run forward, (laughs) it was giving very much, uh, uh, what's your face from last season. But she did that reveal. I was like, oh my God. Like, oh, the like fall down reveal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, it was fine. It was a kind of a cute, like, last tribute to them to have them be, yeah. you know, I laughed. I was enjoying it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was messy as fuck, but I thought it was funny. And I, I honestly really did think that, they, that there might have been grounds for a double sachet. I was like, oh, this is not the cutest. But obviously, no, they're going to send one home just to get, you know, the journey of the, of the left twin. So. I, I definitely had that same feeling of like, oh, wait, are we going to do a du- either a double? S- I was like, well, you can't justify a double save. So like, no. that's not going to happen. <laughs> so are you just going to go ahead and send them both home? So I'm, you know, I'm ultimately happy that we're going to be able to see one of them in the competition without the other. And we'll mm-hmm. have to see what Spice is able to do without sugar but yeah it was cute like even when sugar got sent home and then just left and spice was like no come to your closing line (laughs) oh my probably overall favorite moment of the lip sync i will say was carson uh in the lip sync like i don't know if you noticed (laughs) this but there was a moment where he was just like looking around like before it ended where he was just sort of like looking at rue like yeah what is going on and then at the very end his like awkward clap thing (laughs) yeah he didn't like know which way to take it (laughs) yeah and i think rue was kind of having a good time with it like he's just like okay this is what you guys are gonna give Of course, it was like, am I supposed to be enjoying this or not? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to react to this. Are we enjoying this? No, collectively, group. Like, what's our opinion? I so thought it, I thought it was Ugh. funny. I thought it was a good time. I thought it was clearly like a canned joke for them. But at the same time, it's also like, okay, you guys, like, you're on Drag Race. Yes, you're gimmick casting. Yes, but yeah, you're still on the show. Like, kind of give this a little bit more credence and respect it did come off just a tad like oh we're not gonna take this seriously whatever it's like well you should because like Mm -hmm. it's still a competition and people really really care a lot about being here so give it a bit more judge but yeah whatever (laughs) um i'm trying to pull up that car some moment just because it made me laugh so much um it was i think it was when yeah okay i think i have it here hopefully we're not going to get flagged for um or some type of disclaimer we don't issue. own this material copyright Da-da-da-da. copyright copyright oh shit that's probably too much of a clip there's like <laughs> very specific rules oh wait here here's <laughs> this is one of carson's reactions of just like what <laughs> he's like y'all didn't already cut down my hours by adding ts medicine and this is what i'm coming back to like what the- <laughs> this is what you had me watch <laughs> oh my gosh anyway okay what else do we have to say um one more thought from beth is um happy the girls were able to convince the twins to stay if one goes home i think that probably happened in untucked it but by the way because the freaking weho show was on i didn't watch untucked and then i couldn't find it after the fact mm. so that's why i didn't watch it and they don't show it at the gay bar that amon watches <laughs> and mm-hmm. also the weho show was on which by mm-hmm. the way i've never seen a like a community be so like no f this show and Todrick's response to it, like trying to like go the mean girls route, calling like, comparing us up to Regina George. I'm just like, Todrick, it's not working anymore. It's not working. People are like, t- they're tired of you. It's not a community thing. It's you. Like, and I hate to dogpile and like, you know, because, but ugh, I don't know. I just feel like he just, I don't know. Someone just needs to sit him down and explain to him verbatim, like what, like, it's, you it's you it's you like and not everyone can be saying the same thing about you and we're all crazy like it's 
with you. Exactly. Like when you continue to have the same problems, mm-hmm. maybe it's you. Yeah. Maybe it's you. Like, Derek, on, Derek Barry had a really funny tweet. I'm trying to find it. Um, okay. So I think Derek was trying to promote the WeHo show and she tweeted, um, Remember that the world doesn't know. Okay. Remember when watching at real friends MTV that the world doesn't know that these guys aren't all friends or don't live in WeHo. It's opening doors for the real friends of any city to be produced. This is gay representation in living rooms around the world on MTV. Celebrate it. Which is funny because Derek is essentially saying like, yes, it's queer content. Support queer content because it makes more queer content. At the same time, calling out the show being like, they're not really friends. (laughs) They're not really friends and they don't live in WeHo. (laughs) It's like, just enjoy the show, even though it's not centered in reality. Yeah, even though it's like not real, because like maybe we will get other <laughs> it's like okay. We, I think it's we like, can... are you trying to get on the next season? <laughs> yeah, the real friends of uh Vegas, Vegas. wherever Derek is right now. Yeah. I mean I might uh, watch that one to be honest. <laughs> if it was re- if it was real, that's the thing is is that like we now have the ability to be a little bit more picky and choosy about queer content. It's not just like, oh, gays, yes, let's watch it. It's like, yeah, yeah we now have more choice. Let's support the things that we actually think are genuine and represent, you know, and what gays we want to watch. In, like the whole like in it's in you're in living room, like it's in your living rooms. I'm like, that doesn't really hold the same amount of weight anymore. Like TV is not yeah. what it used to be. This isn't the 50s where yeah. We all came home and sat in front of like that's not happening anymore. Like yeah. we have so much, so many options, as you said. We consume TV differently. It's just, it's, it's not the, it's not the point that she thinks that it is. Exactly. Okay. Next week we are going to have the redecorating challenge. So we'll see how that pans out. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I really remember is I think. I can't remember if this was from no, I think it must have been from All Stars with Mo Hart and uh was it Monet? Monet with the which way which way do you paint? Which way does it go, girl? Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember from a makeover challenge or like a redecorating Club challenge. 96. Yes, 96. <laughs> I guess that one as well. So we will do that and cover all of the redecoration next week with the one twin. Sad for Amon, but Spice will carry on mm. and continue in the competition. I think that, you know, we talked about Sugar probably being the one to go home first. I think that Spice yeah. definitely has a runway if she can sort of recover from losing her twin. I think that she could go at least a little bit deeper into the competition. Yeah, you could tell from the edit that they were like, they were setting it up. They were like, she's, get your claps in, girl, but she's going to be gone soon. So. Oh, she's a, I'm, 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 I'm rooting for Spice. It, it did, I mean, the, the production, worked on me because like now i'm like oh she's losing her sister no she has to win now like i i am kind of like a little bit more team spice than i was before seeing the episode so you got me girl gals (laughs) okay aman where can people find you on social media what else do you have going on you can find me everywhere at aman adwin not much going on right now except for drag race um but you know i'll be back in these streets soon enough you know big brother canada's right around the corner. Yep. So we'll be back in the swing of things very shortly. 
Yes, absolutely. And you can find me on Twitter at Liana RHAP. I'm going to be a guest on the 90 Day Fiance podcast talking about the last part of the four part tell all because for some reason we needed four parts. So I will be there talking about the final end of the season of 90 Day. So you can check me out over there uh, or also it's on reality TV or half ups as well. If you want to leave your star ratings and reviews for us, you can do so at robhaswebsite.com slash drag race feedback is absolutely appreciated thank you scott and the whole rhap team behind the scenes for all your help and we'll talk to y'all soon bye hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 